The next voice you will hear after our choice of youth praise dancers and choir will be that of our very own Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., our preacher, teacher, worship leader, and a man of God. Uh, before the praise dancers come up, um, I want um, to let my dear friend of many, many years, Bishop Gil Coleman, uh, grew up in, I guess, North Philly, went to Edison, was in the military during Vietnam, uh, pastored the Freedom Baptist Church, and his son has taken his place as pastor, and uh, Gil's been an old friend, powerful, powerful man of God. Let's greet him with a round of applause. Come on. Now, please, if you love the Lord, put your hands together for the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, let's bless him. Never about me, never about you. Always about him. It's for his praise, it's for his honor, it's for his glory. For the Lord has done great things for us. That's why we are glad. And I truly am honored. I am so privileged and I'm excited about being here at St. Matthew's today and especially to be able to see uh, my beloved brother and my dear friend whom we don't get an opportunity to talk as much as I would probably desire for us to be able to talk or to see one another. But one of the things that I've learned about friendship is that when you truly have a dear friend, it does not matter if you don't talk every day. Don't matter if you don't see each other all the time. And when you do see each other, you pick up right from where you left off before. And I'm truly grateful to have this man of God in my life. Also have my youngest son, uh, Jaleel, along with me today as well. And I thank God for him as well. And so, uh, as Pastor said, um, I bless God that uh, for the last two years now, uh, I oldest son is now pastoring the church there in Philadelphia. And I would have to say that this is probably one of the most peaceful times ever in my entire life. But I want you to please know also, though, that I am not retired, I am refired. My work did not cease when I stopped pastoring at Freedom uh, because without a doubt there is no retirement clause in the word. Uh, and so therefore every one of us has to understand that the assignment is not done just because of the fact that one season of your life ends. You have to pick up from where it is that God has placed you and then you continue to move forward. Uh, I pray all of you please understand this. Um, you guys have a precious gift here in this house. Pastor Gordon is undoubtedly a very unique personality, um, but also he is one of the most progressive pastors that I happen to know. And I have opportunity to not only travel the length and breadth of this nation, but also to travel internationally quite a bit. And out of the many people that I have opportunity to meet, I am looking here today at the great and awesome and wonderful work that God is doing in this house and how the Lord is using him, as he said earlier, to be able to bridge the gap between generations and for us to understand that we utterly need each other. Every one of us in this room, amen. Every one of us in this room knows that at this present time, our nation is in chaos and confusion and turmoil like never before. However, I also believe that this is one of the greatest times of opportunity for the church. 
we have an opportunity. There's a window that is open for us right now that if we would just stay focused, if we'll keep our eyes on God Almighty and understand that my source, your source, does not come from Washington. Are you hearing me? I will look to the hills from whence come my help. My help comes from the Lord who made both heaven and earth. And so therefore, children of God, I don't know about anybody else. I'm not dismayed. I'm not distraught. I'm not angry. I ain't bitter. I ain't fearful. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I am none of those things because I have no doubt in my mind that God is still sovereign. God is still in control. And God is going to be God no matter what takes in any other place in this nation or the world. Remember this final thing as I get ready to go to my seat. Every one of us in this room, especially all of the millennials that he called up here today and so forth, every one of us has a divine assignment from God. One of the greatest deterrents and hindrances that takes place in the body of Christ so often is that too many people in the body do not become acquainted with what God called you to do. And because you don't, you don't know your purpose, because you don't know your destiny, is the reason why the church is sometimes stagnated and the world looks at us as if we are some kind of joke. I'm here to tell you right now that if you ever get connected with what it is that God has for your life, you're getting ready to impact this world in ways that the world has never seen before. Don't you dare leave this world and everything God gave you is still inside of you. When you die, make sure you die empty. God bless you all. Oh Lord, that was a word, wasn't it? Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. And now we're going to have our praise dancers followed by... Uh, youth choir followed by the word church say amen oh um cleve um lawrence jr uh died last sunday his mother was right here in worship got word that he died excuse me his father's here come on up come on up man i'm sorry i didn't even see him the mother was here this morning the home going is this thursday here at the church come on up man and uh I'm going to tell you what I told your wife this morning. Come on. I have personally walked through the valley of the shadow of death. And uh, uh, my mother, my father, my two brothers buried them all. But God is good. Yes, he is. We're going to see him again? Amen. By and by. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. And you be encouraged. We love you. We love your wife. We're praying. But we got this thing wrong. Heaven is not the land of the dead. Heaven is a land of living. Amen. And when you die, you graduate. Don't you graduate? You go home to be with the Lord. So be encouraged. We're praying for you. Uh, you'd like to say something to the congregation? All I could just say is that if anyone goes through this and if their son is saved, just trust that the Lord will allow us to see him again. And I just thank God for the 37 years I had with him. Okay. He was a gift from God. All right, praise dancers and choir. Church, say amen.
Paul, give him a round of applause. Praise the name of Jesus. Great, great job. Great, great job. Our young ladies, we thank God for your tone. All the rest of you instructors, thank you. Great, great job. Praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. Hallelujah. Church, say amen. 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 Now we'll have our youth choir and then the word. Church, say amen. It's working for me. 
We come, Lord God, prostrate before your presence, confessing that we are wrong and you are right. We are weak, but thou art strong. And God, even at our very best, we are faithless, but thou art faithful. God, energize us with your Holy Spirit. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. Oh God, break down your word and transform our lives through your truth. Move the preacher out of the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah going to ask one of my favorites to come up here. She's a Latina, so she can speak that stuff. Come on, baby. Thank you, Pastor. Buenos dias, St. Matthews. First, giving honor to my Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, I want to say welcome, everyone. Bienvenidos a todos. Gracias por estar aquí hoy para recibir la palabra de Dios. Welcome everyone, visitors, bus ministry, bishop. It's an honor to have you here today. Is there any Latino here today? Amen. Bienvenidas. Amen. 
I want you guys to turn to your neighbor and say, El Señor es mi pastor y nada me faltará. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, this morning, this morning, we've been doing a series on the book of the Revelation, the Apocalypse of John. And this morning, we're in chapter 10, Revelation chapter 10. When you get to say amen, Revelation chapter 10. And we're going to go to school this morning. We... Amen. How should they hear without a preacher? Go to school this morning. When darkness interrupt, when light interrupts darkness. When light interrupts darkness. Darkness is a very powerful presence that can only be preempted by the power of light. The powers of darkness are always repelled and replaced by the promotion of light. I see the problem with this struggle between light and darkness is that we, being human, only see the effects of it. We don't really see the actual war and conflict. That <clears throat> right now as I speak, there are angels and demons up and down this aisle. that the job of darkness is to make people darker and drive them into a dimension that they are incapable of getting back from. Mm. That when we were in the world, the Bible says we walked in darkness. And you who were dead, Ephesians 2, in trespasses and sins, we walked according to the course of this world, to the prince of the power of the airways, Satan. And we were doomed, disobedient. And uh, it goes on to say, but God, who's rich in mercy that God came along and snatched us out of hell with smoke still in our garments. That sainthood is by calling. We're saints by calling. Not so much saints by coming. You got to be called before you can come. And, 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 and so uh, Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, for by grace you saved through faith. That faith is not yours. It's a gift of godless, any man should start boasting. And, and it's, 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 here, it's here that uh, this battle 
between light and darkness, that darkness brings fear and fracture, and light brings faith and fruit. And the book of the Revelation is all about the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. In chapter, in chapter 1, the, the, the theme to the whole book is chapter 1, verse 19. Just hang in there with me. Don't turn. It says, John was caught up to the Isle of Patmos at 90-some years of age, and he appeared before Jesus in chapter 1. He appeared before the Lamb, and, and Jesus said, write the things which you see. He saw Jesus in all of his glory. And in chapters 2 and 3, write the things which are, the seven churches of Asia Minor, where Ephesus had left her first love, Pergamos was married to the world, Thyatira was decked out on the outside, but full of dead man's bones on the inside, Laodicea, amen, were the rights of the people. And, 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 and we have been structuring this all along that not only were the seven actual churches in Paul's day and John's day, but there are seven composite churches seven churches of seven ages and Laodicea began in 1900 AD 1900 the rights of the people and that's why we're being inundated we're being amen enclosed with all these false doctrines can I get a witness and the church and the church is silent we too busy preaching on prosperity and supernatural healings that we can't give credence to the text that and and the text says the end is almost here Jesus is about to come back can I get a witness? And, and, and so in, 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 in uh, the, the second part of the theme is write the things which are, the seven churches of Asia Minor, and then write the things which shall be hereafter, chapter 4 to 22, the future, the future, the future, that what is implied, again, is the rapture. The rapture's already taken place in the worship of the Lamb. Well, what happened in chapters 4 and 5, the worship of the Lamb? I'm glad you asked that we were, we, we were snatched out of here, First Thessalonians chapter 4. We were raptured out. The church was raptured out by Jesus coming to the sky, not to the earth, took us back to heaven. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and we were praising his name. And then in Revelation chapter 5, John says that uh, some angel came to him, well, I mean, one of the elders and said, I mean, one of the angels said, who's worthy to take the book? And the book was the title deed of the earth that the first Adam lost. The last Adam had to get it back. And, and John said he looked around heaven. He looked around earth. He looked under the earth. And no one was worthy. And John said he started crying. And one of the elders said, don't cry, John. There is a lamb. And Jesus stood up and started walking towards the throne. The Father was on the throne. The Holy Spirit, seven spirits, was around the throne. And the lamb starts approaching the throne. And God the Father gave the lamb the book. Who's worthy to open the book? And only the lamb was worthy of opening the book. And we're being inundated with humanism, secularism. We're being inundated with bad theology. We're being inundated by cults and groups who would dare take a shot at truth. And the church is silent. Nobody's preaching. The word. Can I get a witness? No, the Jehovah's Witnesses are wrong when they talk about 144,000 being saved. Because when they come to me with that, I ask them, what number are you? Oh, they believe Jesus is a son of God. They don't believe he's the son of God. 
But stop focusing on son of God and focus on God the son. He's God the son. Catholicism talks about purgatory, working off your sins. You ain't working off nothing. When you die here, it's over. Elevator goes two ways, heaven and hell. Can I get a witness? No soul sleep. You're not going to sleep in no grave. No, 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 no. You will wake up with a conscientiousness that you blew it. When you, were in, when, when, when you wake up in hell, you could have got saved. Can I get a witness? And, and child of God, child of God, child of God, this, this battle between light and darkness has been going on for some time. Mm-hmm. And we're going we're gonna to deal with this thing because uh, chapter 6 starts what we call the tribulation period. The first three and a half years is trib, chapter 6 to 9. The last three and a half tribs is great trib. Uh-huh. Yeah. Chap, chap, chapter 13 to 15, 16, but the middle of the tribulation, chapter 10 to 14. And in that middle of the tribulation period, the Antichrist, the little horn of Daniel, the 666, the Antichrist. Some of y'all call him Damien. He'll come. And he's going to slaughter mankind. Thank you, Bishop Coleman. Everything you see today politically is moving towards that end. It's being ushered in. Don't expect things to get better. They're going to get worse. Just before Jesus cracks the sky. Can I get a witness? This, this thing called the tribulation is called the time of Jacob's trouble, the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel. And again, the church has already been raptured, and here we go. The tribulation begins, and this title deed book that Jesus has called, amen, the title, the title book of life, it has seven seals around it, and every time he breaks a seal, a judgment breaks out on earth. And the first four seals are the four apocalyptic horses. First horse is the white horse. Yeah. Pay attention to the rider, not to the horse. The rider on the horse has a crown on. Not a diadem, but a Stephanos. Hmm. A victor's crown. He has a bow with no arrows. Meaning this is going to be a bloodless victory. He's going to deceive the nation. He's going to come as the false Christ. He's going to make a pact with Israel. He's going to break in the middle of the tribulation period. It's the white horse. He's going to deceive many. And many people deceive today. When I was coming up in the 60s in South Philly, talk about Daddy Grace. The fingernail man. Yeah. All these different so-called beliefs. Masonry won't save you. You can be 32nd, 33rd, and 34th degree. Somebody got to preach it. Sororities and fraternities won't save you. You'll be in hell with the Greeks. Can I get a witness? You're going to be in hell with preachers. And deacons, Jesus said, many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord. Now, who calls him Lord? Church folk. 
Did we not preach in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we, did we not? He said, get away from me. I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. This battle, Lord have mercy, begins and the white horse is the false Christ. The red, fiery red horse is worldwide bloodshed. The black, uh, the black horse is worldwide famine. And, yeah, uh, the pale horse is death. One quarter of the earth is going to be wiped out when the Antichrist gets here. And child of God, child of God, child of God. And, and, then, and then we said that the seals are followed by the trumpets. So when the first seven seals are up and the, the fifth seal are a number that no man can number, people that got their heads chopped off, it's, it's called, they, they are called the saints that were slaughtered during the tribulation period and they're under the altar crying, how long, oh Lord, how long? And God said, not long. Vengeance is coming. That's the fifth seal. Hmm. Sixth seal. Cataclysmic. Things start happening. The earth starts reeling and rocking and the moon starts turning to blood and uh, the planet starts becoming unstable. Meteors are flying everywhere. And then you get to the seventh seal and God at the seventh seal before the first trumpet calls for a half an hour hush in heaven. Nobody's allowed to praise his name. Nobody is allowed to shout in heaven. Everything's come to a halt because God is going to honor those that were slain for his name. Lord, have mercy. Then he seals 144,000 Jewish men and he tells Satan, you can't touch him. 12,000 from each tribe, 12,000 times 12,000, that's 144,000. And the, the, the tribe of Dan, Genesis 49, is omitted because when they went towards Samaria, they committed uh, intermarrying and idolatry, and God zapped them out and took Joseph's two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, and allowed them to inherit. Lord, I'm preaching up in this place, man. And when you go through these trumpet Judgments, many of them, kills the vegetation of the earth, kills the quality of air, kills mankind. But when you get to the fourth trumpet, a strong angel comes out of heaven and says, Oh, let me interrupt this so I can bring in three woes. Woe, woe, and woe. Meaning, now the wrath of God is going to speed up. Do I have a witness? This thing's getting tight and child of God. So when, 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 when these uh, trumpets are sound and you get to the fourth trumpet before the fifth, sixth, and seventh trumpet can be sound, the whoa, whoa, woes come in, meaning everything is about to get worse. And we see the earth reeling and rocking. Yeah, we see a whole lot of turmoil on the face of the earth. Do I have a witness? And I'm so glad that I'll be in glory because my Bible says that the 666 can't even show up until we're out of here. 
when the Holy Spirit moves to the side and lets him have forward, you think you live in hell now. You ain't seen no hell. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and child of God, child of God, child of God, when we begin to look at this, uh, and, and we're moving quickly towards chapter 10, and, and here in chapter 9, uh, listen, listen up, Pastor, because the fifth trumpet and the sixth trumpets are devastating. In chapter 9, God uh, blows, the angel blows the sixth trumpet, and listen to this, and then God opens up uh, Tartarus in hell and lets demons out. They come out looking like scorpions. But well, wait a minute, how long they been in jail? Since Genesis 6. Yeah, when the sons of God, um, I'm coming back to this theologically, when the sons of God cohabitated with women, they didn't marry the women, they demonized the seed. Are y'all praying with me? And, and the reason God brought a flood, he didn't bring a flood to kill sin because Noah came right off the, flood, the, uh, the ark and got drunk and, and exposed his nakedness to his son. The reason God brought the flood was to kill all the demonized seed when angels cohabitated with women and they produced Nephilim, giants in the land. Jews said they kept not their first estate. God locked them up in hell. They've been locked up in hell since Genesis 6 and they ticked off. But in Revelation 9, God going to let them demons out. And when they come out, they're under the jurisdiction of the Antichrist. They're going to hunt men down and kill them. They're going to slaughter them. Do I have a witness? And then uh, uh, it talks about Wormwood, which we said was uh, Chernobyl, Russia, and uh, Gog and Magog of Ezekiel's prophecy is Russia and Germany is going to come down towards Israel. Lord, have mercy on goodness. Everything today is moving towards this. And the, and the Bible says that there will be a star that will fall and the head demon, Satan, is coming out, Apollyon. Hmm. And should the Lord spare life, next week we're going to talk about a cosmic gang war in the sky. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels. Do I have a witness? So, child of God, right where we are, right where we are, we start to disclose what's here in this revelation. And in chapter 10, the first thing we see, Bishop, is we see the emergence of a powerful deliverer. Now, let me stop. Pause and part. If you want to tick past off, come in here with some false doctrine. Preachers don't study enough. We open up these commentaries and whatever they say, we teach. And a lot of your commentators are wrong. Do I have a witness? Can pastor throw something out? There is a hermeneutical law of interpretation. The word hermeneutics is interpretation of scripture. First of all, no one scripture is of its own interpretation. You, you don't pull up one scripture to substantiate a belief. You compare scripture with scripture. That's how you get truth. If I want to know what love is, I can't just go to 1 Corinthians 13. I got to trace love all the way back. And when I trace it at Calvary, I notice that love has nothing to do with what you receive. Love is giving. 
can, for God so loved the world. Isn't that right? It, 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 and if you ain't willing to give, you ought not get married because love is giving. Uh, can, can I say that one more time? Love, 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 love is not always you getting. Love is you giving and expecting nothing in return. So if Christmas morning comes and your mate says, uh, I love you and give you a gift, you shouldn't be standing there waiting on your gift. I ain't get one amen up in here because that's reciprocal love. And reciprocal love says you do for me, I'll do for you. You disrespect me, I'm a disrespect. That ain't God's love. God's love is giving. Let the strong, Romans 15, bear the infirmities of the weak and not please their own selves. You want to prove to God that you are strong? Then start giving the weak people and stop letting them build you up. Can I get a witness? I'm preaching up in this place. Child of God! The other hermeneutical law is this. I said it this morning. You never interpret the vague against the clear. The text has to be interpreted in clarity of the clear rather than some speculation that is unclear. When, Je when, Je when Jesus with his disciples, he said, uh, uh, Je Je Jesus is God in the flesh. Jesus came to his disciples one night. It was at night. He said, come on, guys, let's take a walk. Where are we going? He, he went past the temple, and on the temple, Amen. Was a was a, was a, was an olive branch. He he. I mean, a grapevine. He went past the temple to, to say, "I am the true vine." He passed the temple. He went to Caesarea Philippi, and he said, "And and what is that Caesarea Philippi? Are all the statues of all the known gods?" So Jesus took him on a night trip and stood there and said, "Who do men say that I am?" And and some said, "Well, some say you're Elijah. Some say you're Jeremiah. Some say you're Ezekiel." He said, "But who do you say that I am?" And all of them got quiet. And Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. He said, Peter, heaven and earth did not reveal that to you. But my father revealed that to you. And, and, and listen, and, I, and on this rock, myself, I'll build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And whatever you bind on earth has already been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth has already been loosed in it. Y'all ain't getting this. You got binding and loosing powers based on what Jesus has already done. So when Satan comes messing with you, you can bind and loose based on what Jesus has already done. Ah. Check out. I saw verse 1, another mighty angel, stop. Angelos, angel, messenger, come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, a rainbow was upon his head, his face was as it were the sun, his feet as uh, pillars of fire, and he had in his right hand a little book, and he set his right foot on the sea and one on the earth. Now they are commentators talking about this is Jesus. It's not Jesus. First of all, Jesus does not fit the context to come down to earth and offer John a book. If you understand the context of Revelation, when Jesus comes back, 
he's going to put a vesture that's been dipped in blood. He's going to get on a white horse with the armies of heaven. He's coming down to Armageddon to finish off the satanic trinity. Do I have a witness? So, child of God, it says, and cried with a loud voice as when a lion ro uh, roareth, and, and when he had cried, seven thunders, don't, don't, don't forget that, altered their voices. In other words, seven other angels started shouting, and when the seventh thunder had uttered their voices, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven. Now, this is Jesus saying, seal up those things which thou hast uttered and write them not. I'm sorry. Uh, there was an angel said that, verse 5, and the angel which I saw stood upon the sea, upon the earth, lifted up his hand to heaven and swore by him that liveth foot. Now, now, let's stop. Here we go. We're going to get some clarity. Hmm. We believe this powerful, mighty angel is Michael. Michael is the archangel, top angel of heaven. He defends Israel. He defends the throne of God. The only two angels by name are Michael and Gabriel. Now, in Catholicism, they got seven by name, but that's not scripture. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah, y'all hanging there with me. And, and, and the reason we know this is Michael, because this is not the first time that Michael got caught up. In the next chapter, he's going to get caught up in another gang war. Because in Daniel chapter 10, Daniel was praying for two weeks and didn't get an answer. And Gabriel, Gabriel, bad boy. Remember what I said about prefix and suffix of a name? If it, if it, if it begins in E-L or ends in E-L, it's got something to do with God. Elijah, Ezekiel. Come on now, Gabriel, Michael, El, prefix, suffix. Remember I said that? Here's Gabriel with the message from God coming to Daniel who was praying. And the Bible says when he got midway to Daniel, the demons out of hell met him in the air. They start fighting him. And as Gabriel is fighting the angels, and it's probably him against a whole host of them, fallen angels, Michael comes out of heaven. Michael pulls a sword and starts fighting. He tells Gabriel, going down there to Daniel, can I get a witness? And, and there's spiritual warfare that's taking place. Child of God, I know you don't believe all this because you don't read the Bible. But the minute you came out your mother's womb, most of us weren't even saved. Here's what happened in the delivery room. Yeah, they pulled you out of your mother's womb. They washed the baby off. You got a living soul. Lord, have mercy. Do I have a witness? And the moment you came out the mother's womb, an angel was assigned to you. Because the angel knew you was an heir of salvation. Do I have a witness? And everywhere you went, that angel went with you. His job was to protect you until Jesus brought you home. You say, well, wait a minute, Pastor. I wouldn't even say, well, wait a minute. Let me, let me take my own life. Went in the military seven years, drinking, fornicating, running around. Oh, come on now, you know what I'm talking about. And my angel was with me. Going in and out of hotels, my angel was with me. Getting high and drinking, my angel was with me because I was an heir of salvation. And now that I'm saved, the reason I get so excited because I took that angel some dirty places. I did some dirty things, but my angel wouldn't let no harm come to me. When people tried to harm me, my angel 
started protecting me when, when, come on, y'all, y'all, when people tried to root me, my angel, when, when people talked about me, my angel, can I get a witness? I'm an of salvation. I was wondering, Bishop Coleman, how I walked away from a car accident. I was wondering how I got out of a house fire. I was wondering how I put stuff in my body that should have killed me, but it didn't kill me because my angel. Hebrews 1.14, you go read it. Can I get a witness? And, and so child of God, uh, this angel, he started swearing. Here's how we know this is not Jesus. Look at verse six. He swore by him that liveth forever and ever. Now, wait a minute. If the angel is in Jesus, then how is he going to swear by him who lives forever and ever? There's a distinction here. Lord, have mercy. Uh, and the Bible says, uh-huh, yeah, that this emerging powerful deliver is none other than Michael Daniel 12 1 he is is only one the ark the archangel see when Lu Lucifer was the top angel Lucifer's job was to stand in front of the throne of God and reflect all the praise of an angelic host back to God he got tired of reflecting that's what's wrong in the church now we get tired of the humble positions God has given us, and we want it all. Uh, can I get a witness? Uh, we don't want to redirect people to Jesus. We want to direct them to us. I talk about this all night. I've heard pastors preach and even mention the name Jesus. Can I get a witness? Yeah, you get, you, you get the people in the uproar of what you call praise, but it ain't for Jesus. It's for you. Can I get a witness? And child of God, when, when, when all this is about Jesus, when everything's about Jesus, the, the, the Bible said here in chapter 10 that the emergence of this powerful being, and let me stop Paul's in part because God leads us into all truth. The church is Acts 2 to Revelation 4. Now, can God do, God can do anything he wants to do. He can do anything he wants to do. But listen, saints, and I need to, it's not God's will for everybody to be healed. Stop all this foolishness. Paul said, I went to the Lord three times for my thorn in the flesh. And God said, no, my grace is sufficient. Didn't he say that? And do you know what the thorn was? It was a DDD, a deflationary device, a divine deflationary device to keep Paul humble because Paul had gone to heaven and seen things no other man had ever seen. So when God gives us privilege, Bishop, he's got to give us pain to balance it. Are y'all getting this? Stop looking at your privileges and start looking at your pain. Your pain is an indicator that God wants to keep you balanced because of the privileges he's given you. Can I get a witness? Oh, I'm preaching up in this place, Doc. And, and, and child of God, child of God, child of God. So this, this mighty angel, ah, 
submerging angel. And God is not speaking through angels to us. Stop looking for something to light up in your bedroom and start talking to you. I saw a whole lot of things when I was drunk. And I felt a whole lot of things when I was out of fellowship. Are y'all praying with me? Let me look at the clock. Don't get new up in here. God is not necessarily speaking to you through dreams. He speaks through his word. Can I get a witness? Some of y'all got dream books. You know, you dream a number and then you're looking up the number in the book. Oh, I dreamt about fish. What is fish? What is... This thing is deep. My, my inner hand was itching yesterday. Oh, oh folks, so that's money coming. I ain't got... Ain't, ain't no money come my way. If, if, if you're sweeping the floor and hit the broom on your foot, spit on it. If a cat walks in front of you... Yeah, that's bad luck. If you break a mirror, that's bad luck. We need to stop this mess. Witches and goblins, roots. Yeah, don't get quiet now. I know some, a lot of y'all from down south, you still get that root theology in there. Root me, it ain't going to work. You know why? Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Root me. Can I get a witness? I was in Kansas City. Some girl I was dating, she said, I'm going to root you. I said, I'm going to root you too. <laughs> I'm going to root you too. Ah, stuff is, hey, listen, all those things are gadgets of Satan. Either God is for you or God is against you. And my Bible says no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Can I get a witness? Acts 19, when the sons of Sceva tried to duplicate the gifts and the demons started talking. Paul we know and Jesus we know, but who are you? Y'all know what I'm talking about. It takes more unbiblical faith to believe that mess than it does the word. Let me see the lines in your hand. You a Capricorn? Let me tell you about Capricorns. Are you kidding me? Christians practicing mystery night. Halloween parties. Christians. We need to talk about this stuff. It's satanic. So this angel is Micah. Mm. And I want you to see verse 8. And, and, and the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me. This is Jesus. Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of who? Now, if, if the angel is Jesus, why would Jesus tell you to take a book out of his own hand? There's a distinction here. Are y'all getting this, this hermeneutically? Are you getting the, how, how to interpret this stuff? Amen? And, and take it, amen, take it, take it, take it. So 
we, we see the emergence of this powerful angel. And uh, secondly, we see the edict of a peculiar diet, verse 8. Hang in there, I got to come in now. And, 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 and the angel that gave him the book, verse 9, said, give me the little book. And he said unto me, take it and eat it up like he did Ezekiel. Eat the book, eat the scroll, amen, in his hand like the prophet Ezekiel did. Amen. Eat the scroll. And John began to eat the scroll. And in his mouth, it was like honey. But when it got to his belly, it was bitter. Now, civilization says that <laughs> uh, when we eat the word of God and it's in our mouth, when we learn about the mercy and the grace and the goodness of God, it's sweet. But there's another side to God's word, the wrath of God, which is bitter. Everybody that rejects Jesus is going to hell, and they're going to burn. Can I get a witness? Well, you ain't got to get quiet. I'll just preach it to you anyhow. See, we got this good-feeling gospel that's all-inclusive. And the gospel of the Bible is not inclusive, it's exclusive. Jesus said, I didn't come to bring a family together. I came to turn a mother against a daughter, a father against a son. Come on now. The word is not, everybody's not going to receive the word. Why won't they receive the word? Because God's got to touch them. No man can come unto me unless the father draw them. And anybody that comes to me, I will no wise cast out. God the father, you got to be part of, the elect, of, of his elected plan. Book of Romans. Can I get it? We were elected before the foundation of the world. Now, now you say, well, why did he elect me? I ain't got no reason. I don't know why he chose us, but he chose us. He chose us out of hell with smoke still in our garments. And if he chose you, you got to come. Kaleo is calling. The calling is strong. You cannot turn around and tell God no. Not when he has elected you. All that I have elected has come to me, and none has turned away from me. Can I get a witness? I, that's another sermon for another day, but child of God. He tells him to eat it. There's another side to all of this. Go on and eat it. And see, our parents and grandparents brought us up in the era of the 50s and 60s when a village did raise a child. Everybody on your block knew you. And they knew your mother. And they had permission to whip you. I, I, I know that didn't apply in Jersey, but in Philly it did. Can I get a witness? So that means you got two whippings. You got the whipping from the neighbor, then you got the whipping from your parents. Can I get a witness? This thing is tight. Every Sunday, we in Sunday school. I was a no good sinner. My mother gave me a dime to put in Sunday school. I spent a nickel on candy. I, I was sinning early. Do I have a witness? One in the military, they gave me a New Testament. Vietnam was hot. They said, give the Lord your heart because your behind is mine. Basic training. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm sitting there reading the Bible, reading the Bible. I wasn't saved a lick. But child of God, once I got saved, I start looking back. Realizing that God had not just entered my life. God was really in my life all the time. 
can I get a witness? All those Sunday school classes and, 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 and all those adults that uh, uh, be outside and, and all those holy women of God that was in church and all the winos that respected them because they were holy women. They didn't get high on Saturday nights and partying with their daughters and then come busting up in church talking about praise the Lord. Come on now, they had a distinction between the church and the world. Jesus. Check it out. He ate the book. It was bitter. There are times in my life when I take the word in, starts out sweet but ends up bitter because I don't understand what the Lord is doing in my life and neither do you God doesn't reveal everything to us can I get a witness we walk by faith not by sight uh, do I have a witness but child, but child of God child of God child of God I'm coming in coming in that is the third thing that we see here in chapter 11 uh, the middle of the tribulations 10 to 14 the third thing we see here beginning in chapter 11 is that uh, John is given a measuring rod to measure not the outer side of the temple, but the inside, not, not the outer court, but the inner court. The outer court was where Gentiles and nations were transporting back and forth. Do I have a witness? But here's what I want to bring to your attention. That is, amen, that thirdly, we see the evangelism of a pair of prophets. In chapter 11, and some have uh, said that these prophets, amen, are two people like, uh, yeah, uh, Joshua and Enoch. And again, the text has to take over. Do I have a witness? And uh, verse 3 of chapter 11, but I will give power unto two of my witnesses. And they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score sixty days clothed in sackcloth. Look at the traits, two olive trees, two, verse four, two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. These have power to shut heaven, shut rain, shut power. Can I get a witness? Now, the dispute is, who are these two witnesses? Yeah, some have said, well, uh, I, I don't know if they're Moses and Elijah. Yeah, they could be, uh-huh, uh, two people uh, that commentators have grasped upon uh, during the time of Zerubbabel. Uh, and child of God, what you got to be careful with, yeah, they're not... Uh, Elisha and Joshua. Uh, they're two witnesses, but they're also two prophets. And the word prophet ought to delineate who they are. It was really Moses and Elijah. Elijah is the only one in Scripture that shut rain down. Elijah was the only one in Scripture that called fire down. And Moses represents the ten plagues against Egypt. And Moses, Lord have mercy, Moses represents the law. Can I get a witness why Elijah represents the prophets? 
and only Moses and Elijah came back from the dead to have a mountain interview with Jesus on Mount of Transfiguration. Remember that? And so here's what happens. God raises up a witness, two witnesses, and they start preaching. And the Antichrist, the 666, the little horn of Daniel, they started, they started to attack these two witnesses and they killed them in the street. So Moses and Elijah went down and died and all the world got behind the Antichrist and started clapping and shouting. And God waited three and a half days and then God resurrected them. They got up and brushed themselves off and went back to glory. Do I have a witness? And shout to God. <laughs> uh, remember those seven angels that wanted to blow their horns and shout a loud lesson. But God forbade them. And God said, no, shut it up, John. Do not record this because there's something here that people don't need to know. What was it? It was something hidden. Let me talk about why God hides things from us. First, he hides things from us because not knowing keeps us humble. If God let you in on everything, you'd be walking around here like a peacock. Some of y'all walking around here like peacock, you don't know nothing. It keeps us humble because we got to walk. It forces us to walk by faith. We don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow or not. We don't know if we're going to live this evening or not. And, 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 and so God, 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 listen, not knowing humbles us, but not knowing stabilizes us. Yeah, that, that is, uh, 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 and, and, and not knowing helps us to stay useful. Lord, I don't know what you want to do, but I'm available whatever you want to do. Can I get a witness? And, and the problem in the church, the problem with baby boomers and millennials and everything else, is that our theology today is to come sit and be entertained and not serve. God wants you to get up out of your seat and serve. The body of Christ is organic. I'm the head, you're the body. We minister to one another. Isn't that right? Look at this. Not knowing gives us stability. G. Kimmel Morgan, great theologian, at 16 his daughter was dying. He closed the door and went in prayer with Jesus. Lord, please save my daughter. 16, and God had brought to his mind the story of Jairus in Mark 5, where Jairus' young daughter was dying, and he went to seek Jesus. He said, will you come to my house? Jesus said, I'll come. And in between, the woman with the issue of blood got healed, and there was a lot of delay, and delay is never denial. Isn't that right? When he finally reached the house of Jairus, messengers came out and said, leave the master alone, your daughter's dead. Jesus grabbed the little girl's hand and told Jarius, only believe. And Jarius got up. So here's G. Campbell Morgan. His daughter, 16, is dying and, and she's dead. And he remembers the story of Jarius, but his daughter died. And he said, Jesus, 
why did you put that story on my heart? Although you got my daughter's hand in your hand, she's dead. He said, no, she's not. I came and grabbed her hand and took her to glory. God doesn't tell us everything. I've been here 30 years. This might be it. God doesn't tell us everything. We have to trust him. That father knows best. And whatever he does is perfect. And we know that all things are working together for the good. Can I get a witness? We have to praise him for his promises. We have to thank him for the availability. We have to exalt him because he knows better than anybody else. Can I get a witness? You dare not go into the prayer throne room of God with demands. You go in humble. You go in, Lord, here I am. Amen. And Lord, whatever you want to do, make it happen. Lord, you know my children are messed up. Lord, you know my marriage is on the rocks. Lord, you know my money is funny. My, my body's falling in pain. But God, I know you're the God of the universe. I know you've got all power in your hands. I know, I know you're able to, to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think to an only wise God, my Savior. You've got to go in with some praise. Can I get a witness? And when you've done all, keep on believing. You got to believe beyond your history. You got to believe beyond your hurts. You got to believe beyond your circumstances. You got to know that he's able. And he able, he, he's able to keep you. Can I get a witness? And child of God, my God is an awesome God. He's awesome. Light will always outdo darkness. Be not deceived. Whatsoever man soweth, that's what he's going to reap. Can I get a witness? Light comes along and exposes darkness. Light comes along and repels darkness. Light comes along and replaces darkness. That's why we got to grow in the word to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Can I get a witness? I was a no good, dirty, no good sinner running up and down this world doing everything. But when I met Jesus, Jesus gave me his word. Jesus put me on the street called straight. He put running in my feet and clapping in my hands and joy in my soul. Say, yeah, it's nobody but the Lord. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my high tower. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. He's worthy. He's worthy. Things are getting worse. Next week, Michael starts fighting Satan. Satan is hurled from the first and second heavens, the sky and the universe, to the earth. That means his time is real short. He has no more jurisdictions to God's throne. Do I have a witness? Be not deceived. Listen, light will always interrupt darkness. That's why you and I got to walk in the light. As he's in the light. The songwriter said, <laughs> yeah, let your light so shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Isn't that right? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Let's stand on our feet.
As every head is bowed, every eyes closed, if you're here this day and you want to be saved, you want Jesus to come into your life, he died for your sins, was buried and rose again with all power in his hands. I just want you to be honest with God. Raise your hand. Bus ministry first. If you need to be saved, raise I see your hands. Come on up here. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Raise your hand. Come on. Come on. We love you. Come on. We love you. Or perhaps you joined us this morning. You want to join a church. You want to get saved. Come on up here. Come on. Oh, bless the Lord. Blessed. Come on. Come on. Right here, darling. Bless the Lord. Is there another? Come on. That's it. Come on. Come on out of them seats, guys. Don't go to hell. Come on. You can be saved. Praise Jesus. Come on, man. We love you. Come on. North Philly, West Philly, South Philly. Come on. Germantown, Mount Airy. Come on. Come on out if you need to be saved. Give Jesus your life. Give Jesus your life. Come on out. Is there one? Is there one? He said, in the day that you hear my voice, harden not your hearts. Thank you, my brother. Right here. Praise Jesus. Come on. Y'all move down this way. Move down. Move down. Is there another? Perhaps you are, you want to join the church or you just want to get saved here. Just, just, just raise your hand. Come on. Come on. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Come on out. The Lord. Come on. Y'all ought to be praying. Y'all ought to be praying. We ought to be praying. Give your life to Christ. Once saved, always saved. Eternal security is all predicated on Jesus Christ. There another. Praise the Lord. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, man. Glad to have you. There another. Step out. Praise Jesus. My hands are clean. Ain't no blood on my hands now. I preach the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. Is there another? Is there another? I'm going to take a slow walk up here now. Praise the Lord. I'm going to open my arms. Praise Jesus. Y'all want to come on now? Come on, get saved, man. Huh? Come on, man. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, man. Come on. Huh? Come on, get saved, man. I'm, I'm like you. I'm from Philly. I'm a Philly boy, man. Come on, get saved. Come on, get saved. Brother, you, you don't want to get saved, man? You good? All right, I'll come back to you. I want to come out. All right, you want to come out, brother? Come on, come on. You all right, brother? You got saved last night. That's good. All right. How about you, man? You want to get saved? Come on. You all right? You want to get saved, man? All right. You want to get saved? You want to get saved? Come on. You want to get saved, man? You want to get saved? Come on, get saved. Come on, come on, come on. Come on out. Come on out of here. You all right? Okay. Praise God. I, I will. Come on out. You want to get saved? All right. Brothers, you want to get saved? All right. You want to get saved? You want to get saved? Want to get saved? All right. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, get saved. Come on. You all right? Praise Jesus. All right. That's all I have. Thank you. You want to get saved? Man? Down here? You want to get saved? Man? All right. That's all right. All right. Get saved? Praise Jesus. Anybody else? All right. Bless his, bless his name. I told my brother over here, I said, come on, man, I'm a Philly boy too. Come on. Because, you know, Philly boys, they got to give you that, that you know, the first, the first hunch is the tough man. Nah, man. Any, anybody else? Listen, how many of you don't have a church home? Raise your hand. You don't have a church home. Be honest. Can we, we're not perfect. Can we invite you to join our church? You will grow here. You will come to a great place in Jesus. Can we, can we, can we, come on, come on, man. See him, man. Praise Jesus. There you go. 
Thank you, Mayor. Another, another. See, if I was still in the world, I'd tell all y'all, y'all ain't eating. If, if you didn't come, you ain't eating. So. But, 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 but I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a gracious pastor who loves the Lord, who believes in love, and praise Jesus. Let's, let's get a little hand clap for these holes. We we'll ask you to follow the ministers. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. We're on our way. Thanks, Dan. Praise Jesus. Church, amen. amen. Now, the end is near. That's what we're preaching about, future. Thank God we'll be in a church in heaven shouting. Hell is going to be full. The road to heaven is narrow. Few. The road to hell is many. That's our message. Isn't that right? So we want everybody to matriculate through this book of the Revelation because Jesus is going to crack the sky. He's coming back as King of kings and Lord of lords. Isn't that right? Father, bless the food that has been prepared for all the discipleship uh, teachers and classes and visitors. We pray, Lord God, that you would sanctify it to our bodies and minds. Bless my dear friend, Bishop Coleman, his family, and bless everyone on the sound of my voice. And Lord, as we leave this place, help us to remember that light takes out darkness. Help us to remember that there are hidden things that you will not divulge, that we have to walk by faith. And God, we thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. You are dismissed. Oh, oh yeah, if you're single, get a carnation in the back.